Father, as I come before the throne today, I come with great confidence. Oh, I have great expectations this day, Lord, that not only will you unveil the word, but it'll be written upon our hearts. Praise God, and our minds shall be renewed. Father, we got confidence in this. Now, Father, I ask for the hand of the Lord on me. I ask for that anointing. The other end, I ask for great understanding that we may have simple simplicity in what we teach. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Turn with me, if you will, to the fourth chapter of the book of Acts. Fourth chapter of the book of Acts. Start in the 33rd verse. Acts 4, 33. It said, And with great power. You know, without power in Christianity, we've lost all the shocking power, all the amazement, all the resurrection power. Without power... Do you know without power, Christianity is not a very good religion. It teaches people a bunch of do's and don'ts. And it teaches people, try to make people conform to a certain denomination or a certain way of lifestyle. Now, as far as lifestyle, when you get saved, you got another lifestyle. I believe what God does is greater than than anything that can pull from the outside. If a fella gets a full dose of this, he's going to walk with Jesus. Hardy he said, with great power gave the apostles witness. You know what a witness is? That's an evidence producer. He's producing evidence of what? The resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Many times we send a missionary overseas and we'll send them to foreign countries they know nothing of the language or anything else and we try to get them over there and they learn the language for full five years learn their customs and fit in this Christianity is not made to fit in Amen. if it fits in where you work something's wrong if this Christianity fits in with everybody in the world, then something's wrong. This is not made to fit in this world. There is a witness of something, a witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Then it said, and, see, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them. Not only was the power on them, but great grace. See, grace contains power. Grace is the ability to live without sinning all the time. Most Christians couldn't understand that any way in the world. They think that I got something where I'm going to give you something and you're going to quit sinning. No, grace is the ability of Almighty God upon the mercy seat that when you sin, fail, or miss it, 
is speaking better things than justice. It's the no-fault clause. So he said, with great power and great grace was upon them all. Wasn't just great power. See, we've had, we've had men that, that, that had the power of God on them. We've had men that, that uh, uh, line up people, lay hands on them and be healed, and if they didn't do just right, they'd kick them right in the rear end. But he said on these folks, there was great grace. That's God's unconditional love. That's the love of God flowing out of somebody. Do you know you can catch more flies with honey than you can with vinegar? Do you know that you can catch more people? The love of God constraineth people. Judging people don't work. If judging people would work, we, we wouldn't even have to have a, a prison system. See, they perpetually just a, a, a vicious cycle. They get out, they get, do the same thing again, do, get out, do the same thing again, do the same thing again, and no, no change. Why? Because they don't get nothing to change. Nothing in our prison systems or our Worldly system is made for that. They're not made to change. See, nothing changes people but the new birth. But he said, now listen to him. Great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. And what's the next verse said? Neither was there any among them that had lack. That sounds like saved and filled with the Holy, Holy Ghost and prosperous. I believe they preached a good gospel. Amen. They did it with a witness. Cotton Patch said, with mighty power, mighty power showed they the resurrection. I have heard different ones give testimony of going overseas and doing this. I, you know, I, I had a friend he went all over the United States. His name was Ian Okla from Ghana, East Africa. And you know, one of the letters he wrote me, he said, we don't need any more of y'all's missionaries over here. We don't need any more of them over here. We need people with power. Amen. See, them voodoo folks, them voodoo priests got power. See, what has Christianity got? Has Christianity... Got a shocking power? Is it still in an amazement? Is it light people up when they hear it? Cotton Patch said, with mighty power. Philip said, with great force. Message Bible said, with powerful witness gave the apostles the res- gave the apostles the resurrection of the Master, Jesus, and grace was upon them all. Powerful witness gave the apostles to the resurrection. You know, we know more about the Easter Bunny than we do about resurrection. We got more hen eggs and rooster eggs and everything else. than the powerful resurrection. See, we're the only 
religion on the faith of the earth that has a resurrection. No one else has this. Without the resurrection, we are, if all we had was a cross, it would be the most defeated religion it is. But bless God, Jesus didn't stay on that cross. He died. He was buried. But on that third day, resurrection came. Hallelujah. Something so powerful that it shook death, hell, and the grave. It shook, bless God, all the powers of the evil one. He went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver us. Praise God. While most churches you go to, if they cast the devil out of somebody, it'd scare them to death. Get someone healed. They think he's of the devil. Preacher told me that one time. I told him I got someone healed in church. He said, you, you have to be careful about that. You know how the devil is. He fools people. I ain't never seen him fool nobody in healing somebody. I had never heard of him healing. Never heard of him one time. I heard how he brought sickness. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy Ghost, and power, who went about doing good and healing. All that was oppressed of the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we have resurrection power. Now what do you mean by that? I mean that we do not have to labor under the jurisdiction of sin, sickness, disease, failure, or any other thing. You've been delivered out of the hand of, the, of darkness and translated into the very resurrection kingdom of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. With great power, good, good speed said, and God's favor rested richly upon them. If only the church could get a hold to grace. If they could just get a hold to that. You wouldn't have to worry about their faith. You wouldn't have to worry about them getting their healing. You wouldn't have to be concerned, like he said there, great grace was upon them, and neither was there any lack. Have no lack. How come? They'd understand how much God loves them. I've preached on this since 1978. And I'm telling you right now, I am still learning. I just found that scripture the other day. I've read through the book of Acts a hundred times. I just found that scripture. I read that and I said, my Lord. That's what I've been preaching. (laughs) That's it. I can just read that every day and send them home. Go home, I done got you. Great power and great grace was on them. And there wasn't even no lack among them. Didn't lack anything. Hallelujah. Even the kinfolks liked them. Even the old mom-in-law liked them. Hallelujah. 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 You know, I, I, I was reading a report the other day. Firemen, they... Is training young farmers. They asked this young farmer. They said, "Well, what a, 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 a how long? Yeah, I graduate." Said, "Well, what? I want to ask you something. 
what, what would you do? The first thing you'd do if you had a call and you was called out and, 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 and your mother-in-law and your mother-in-law set something on fire, what would you do? He said, uh, uh, I'd call for backup. <laughs> Most of you, well, you go out the door out there and I'll thump you on the head. And, hallelujah. And God's favor rested richly upon them. Hallelujah. See, great power, the word power there is deutimus. It means the ability of Almighty God on a human being. The ability of the living God. Ability. See, I can do all things through Christ. Grace is God's divine favor. It's God's unconditional love. No strings attached. It's God's compassion. See, grace is God's past tense fact. When Jesus raised from the dead, Paul said, now I'm preaching the gospel of grace. That he's done done it all. You ain't got to do nothing but he'd receive it. Well, what if I do wrong? Grace. What if I fail? Grace. What if I do good? Grace. What if I do gigantic? Grace. This thing ain't about you doing nothing how you live. Old man came to church last Sunday. He... He said, well, said, I, uh, I done quit smoking and I ain't drinking no more. I told him, you ought to go leave here and get drunk. Miserable as you are. Shocked. See, they think Christianity is a bunch, bunch of do's and don'ts. You can't do this and you can't do that. Christianity is getting to live above sin. That I don't have to be bothered about something all the time between me and God. I've got, I've got to sit around and figure, well, what did I do wrong? How come this come on me? How come I fail? Nothing. You know why Christians fail? They fail to see the grace of God, the love of God, that they are a divine favorite with God. Ain't nothing you can do to get to be a favorite. You it. Jesus made you a favorite. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know grace is a finished work? Amen. You don't have to do anything. It's finished. It's extended to you. Romans 5, 5 said the love of God. Grace is God's love. Love of God. It's shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Great power and great love was on these folks. Great grace is on them. Gracious words come out of their mouth. They're telling folks how much Jesus loved them. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, you don't have to do anything. See, when we're reading this book of Acts and the uh, 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 Gospels, Jesus was talking to people that were under law. Not, the, not grace, but under the Mosaic law where they had to qualify 
for God to even have anything to do with them. If you didn't do this right, you was, you, while well, they'd stone you, you catch you in a, they'd kill you, you steal something. They, I mean, they had they, everything that went wrong, they had a recourse. This is going to get you. We call it eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. You knock my eye out, I'll knock your eye out. You knock my tooth out, I'll knock your teeth out. See? But under grace, God knocked all of Jesus' teeth out. He was marred more than any human. It was laid on him the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes you were healed, already healed. Hallelujah. The grace of Almighty God. Acts 1.8 said, But you shall receive power. Grace and power. There's a Christian. What's a Christian? No, he's just so kind. No, he's a wimp. I'm not saying anybody's kind is a wimp. I'm saying most people don't know the difference between being kind and showing the love of God. You know what the love of God will do? It'll go at 2 o'clock in the morning and go help a drunk. You know what religion will do? Tell them call AA. Get on the 12-step program. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes on you. The ability from Almighty God and compassion. Praise God. Paul said, and in Romans 16th chapter, 25th verse, I'll just read it. It said, Now unto him that is of power, power to do what? Establish you according to my gospel. I got a gospel. What do you preach, Paul? I preach the gospel of grace. I preach the gospel of love. I preach the gospel of not judging people. I preach the gospel that shows people, bless God, out of your heart is compassion, love, not judging them, telling them what they're doing wrong. Better quit this, better quit that. You see signs on cars, turn or burn. Well, who wants to hear all that? Huh? You know, you know anybody that's doing anything wrong that does not do, know they're doing anything wrong? I don't have to stand up here and preach sin. Well, if you sin, you know it. You don't need me telling you. How come? He said, if our hearts condemn us not, we have peace with God. You know in your heart when you do something wrong. Well, what I do, brother, son, I don't want want to do it. Yeah, you want to do it. If you didn't, you wouldn't have done it. Well, I didn't mean, yeah, you meant to. Don't tell that. Just come right on down to the lick log and say, I done it, and I'm sorry, and I'm forgetting that past, and I'm pressing on towards the mark for the high calling. I ain't hanging around that deal. I'm not hanging around no bunch of failure. See, to hang around sin and hang around judging yourself, you know it's an art to judging yourself? 
Huh? You don't judge yourself, right? You'll stay under condemnation. And when you're under condemnation, you ain't nothing but a failure. You're a flop. And you are miserable. And you can't get over it. But when you understand how much God loves you and he's laid all your sin, past, present, future, on Jesus Christ, when you do something wrong, man, I can come to God. He's in love. He's in love with me. He likes me. I'm his favorite. He's got love on me. And I mean, he don't love you because you sin, but he loves you in spite of it. Amen. He so loved who? The world? Reckon they sent him? Huh? Reckon they just doing everything perfect. But does he love them? How much more does he love you? So that's dumb not to run to God when he can annihilate the problem. Praise God. Cotton Patch translates that Romans 16, 25. Said he has given me the unveiling of the secret. You know, I've said 40 different ways the secret, but you know what the secret is? Power and grace. The secret is Christ, the anointed, resurrected, glorified God living in you, living his life through you. Hallelujah. You know, 1 John, little John, 1 little John 4, 8 said, God is love. Well, where is he at? In you. That's what they're preaching. He's preaching we got something. God's in love. Blind man see. Deaf man hear. Lame man walk. Now you tell most Christians that. They wall-eyed, don't even know what you're talking about. Christianity has lost all its astonishment. It's lost all its shocking power. See, when Jesus came to this earth, he throwed his gauntlet down. And you know what he said? I challenge all religions. I'm the only way. No other way. Yeah, but what about, you know, if I lived good? Nothing. Not of works, lest any man boast. This is all grace. Grace ought to make you want to live good. Grace ought to make you want to be pleasing in everything. Hallelujah, hallelujah. A Christian, what is a Christian? He's full of power and grace. Don't have no lack. He's full of grace. Amen. Turn with me back to Big John, the 13th chapter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With great power and great grace. That's something to see one of those folks, ain't it? Huh? With great power. And great grace. See? John 13, big John, 13, 34. A new commandment I give unto you that you love one another. That's grace. Unconditional love. How you gonna love? As I have loved you. You can love just like Jesus. 
This is a red letter edition. Red hot off the press. New commandment I give you that you love one another as I have loved you that ye also love one another. 35th verse. said, by this shall you be a witness. By this shall all men know. Know what? That you, my disciples, if you have love for one another. You know how come we got 398 different brands of Christianity? We've got every denomination in the world. And, and, and <clears throat> most denominations has done split up about 15, 20 times. How come? I ain't going to church with them. They used to say it about black folk. I ain't going to church with them. See? What's the excuse now? See, it's always, you can find you some excuse. Kind of like that fellow they found on a desert island. On a desert island, wasn't nobody on there. Nobody on the whole island but this guy. And he had one big building over here and another big building over there. And they said, what is this right here? I said, that's where I go to church. I said, well, what's that building? I said, that's where I used to go to church. <laughs> See, we got 1,400 brands of Christianity. There shouldn't be one church in a town. Amen. There should be people teaching something and knowing what and seeing the miraculous on a daily basis. Great power. Great grace was upon them. Great love was upon them. Great compassion. You know, it's, it's always been my heart's desire to be like people that I know that just the love of God flows out of. Now, you may not know this, but sometimes it don't flow good on me. Amen. And sometimes I have to work at it harder than anybody else. Paul said, I worked on it harder than all of them. Said, not I really, but it was the grace of God got on me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something got on them. Praise God. Praise God. But what if you got a man that's full of the love of Almighty God and full of the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost? Amen. Praise God. Great power, great grace. You know, me and Rex was in Baton Rouge in, in, in prison. You know what I preached them? I preached them grace. Well, you can't just preach them folks grace. I seen some of them prisoners out there looking at me, looking all around one another. They don't know what I'm talking about. But I got it down simple right where they live. Right on the ground where they can... They can grasp it or, or, or reject it. That God's in love with you. God ain't put you in the pen to get your attention. You got there on your own. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Told them how much God loved them in, in spite of all this. Do you know what grace is? Grace is God not counting up when you make a mistake. He ain't counting it up if you make a mistake. Amen. After I preached about 45 minutes, we lined them up, those that are sick, sugar diabetes, high blood pressure, arthritis. One fella had to have, going to have to have a pacemaker. He was their, he called himself their pastor. 
Praise God. Now I preach grace unto them. Now what I expect, I expect great power. Hallelujah. You know what percentage God healed? If I'd have said 50%, that's more than most folks. If I'd have said 60, you'd have said, my God. If I'd have said 80, you'd have said, my God. God couldn't have done that. See, but 100% got healed. He went through the infirmity and, 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 and checked harder. What happened? What happened? What happened? They've been calling want us to come back down there. We'll go pretty soon. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can go to some churches that pay, pay big offerings. You know that? Big time offerings. But I'll go down there and it'll cost us. How come? Because I got something in my heart. I want to see somebody that's come from nowhere and amount to something. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 We got a black couple out in in, uh, uh, Alabama. They started out, they didn't have nothing. You hear me? Nothing. Nothing. She is a nurse. He's scrapping around doing a little carpenter work. But they heard from God. Now these folks, I'm talking about, they're not well-educated and all that. I mean, just a couple. Just the compassion of God flows out of them. He got burned up. He got burned up. And, I mean, it burned his skin off. And he was white under there. And Gloria told the Lord, said, I always, I always kind of liked that black man. No, his skin grew back. The Lord told him, go here, go here, go here, do this, do this. Their house they live in now, a couple, is 48,000 square feet. 48,000. See, I like to see somebody come from nothing and amount to something in God. That's the way this thing's spoke. He said great power was on them and great grace was on them. And they didn't lack nothing, folks. It's something by walking in the love of God. It's something about walking in the supernatural. Hallelujah, that will promote you. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Every one of them that we prayed for in Baton Rouge got healed. Praise God. Turn back one book to the fourth chapter of Luke. Hallelujah. Praise God. Fourth chapter of Luke. Look in the uh, 14th verse. Here's a man named Jesus of Nazareth. Here's a little man from Nazareth town. Let's see what he can do. Let's see what he can do. 14th verse. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. The Spirit of God came on him. Acts 1.8 said, You shall receive power. Same identical power. Now, Jesus said this, I'll not leave you alone. I'll come to you. Then he said, I'll send you another comforter. Hallelujah. Not just him, but the Holy Ghost come too. Hallelujah. And Jesus turned the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about. 
Praise God. The power, the ability of Almighty God. Skip on down. 17th verse. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, or Isaiah. And when he had found, when he had opened the book, he found the place where it's written. You know, you ought to be able to open the book there and find something. Little something anyway. How come he could find it? Reckon that's the first time he opened it? He's 30 years old and he found the place. He know where, knew where to go find this. He done found it before. 18th verse, he said, The Spirit of the Lord's on me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's no lack, folks. That's good news. Gospel's good news. Sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captives, recover sight to the blind, and set at liberty those that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now you need to write that down. It's out of Leviticus, the 25th chapter. Now write that down and look at it. The year, it's better, Jews knew what he's talking about. He said the acceptable year. It's really the year of Jubilee. You know what that means? You don't even have to plant something to reap. You don't have to do anything, any kind of work to have to receive the blessings of God. Well, what do you mean? I'm saying this thing's of grace. Grace of God. The grace of Almighty God. The power of God. No lack among them. Praise God. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord, 20th verse, he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue fastened the eyes on him. They looking at him. He's done said some good stuff. Now he's done said too good. They looking at this boy. I'm looking at him. He's saying something. He's saying, bless God, the year of Jubilee's here. I've come to heal the broken heart, open the blinded eyes, to preach no lack to those that are poor. Now I've come, this is a once-in-a-lifetime deal. He's offering them a once-in-a-lifetime deal. People preaching now, you got to sow to reap. Well, they didn't do it there. Jesus said you don't have to reap. Uh, sow to reap here. All right, listen to him. 21st verse, And he began to say unto them, This day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ear. I'm your jubilee. I am your healer. Do you know he isn't any less than this right now? He's more. Now he has all power. And he lives in you. Great power and grace, grace is upon you. Now listen to him. Scripture fulfilled here, 22nd verse. And all they all bear him witness and wondered at the grace, at the gracious words which he proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this as Joseph's son? See, they are they gonna make an excuse him. You know what he said? Gracious words. They are people under the law that had to do this, do this, do this, 
to qualify for any blessing. They came up under the Mosaic law. If you broke that law, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. If your bull gored somebody, they'd take your life. If, you're, if your animal got out and hurt somebody, they'd take your life. But Jesus said, I'm your Jubilee. If you'd lost your children, if, you'd, if, 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 if you had to sell your children, if you had to do it, sell them, sell the old farm place, I'm your Jubilee. It's all coming back to you. How come it ain't been coming back? We ain't preached no grace. You got authority in your mouth. You got a miracle in your mouth right now. See, Jesus said it this way, whatsoever you decree, whatever you declare out your mouth. He said in Mark 11, 23, you can have what you say. See, now if you'll say it, I got it backed up in heaven. It's already ready. See, it was finished before the foundation of the earth. You'll love everything. God ain't never had but one plan. He wanted to show love to his folks. He wanted his family. Amen. Praise God. So uh, listen, 22nd verse. All bear him witness and wondered. They're wondering at the gracious words proceeded out of his mouth. My, 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 my. What come out his mouth? How much love come out his mouth? How much did he tell them that astonished them? It shocked them. You know Christianity will shock them today? Shouldn't. Well, Paul preached he got the gospel of grace. How much God loves you. Unconditional. You're a favorite with God now. Now you are God's best. Created by God. Yeah, brother, son, you know, I've done so wrong in my life. Yeah, and you want to tell everybody for some unknown reason. You think that's going to make people like you better or something? I don't know. Well, I want to be humble. That's not humble. That's ignorant. That's ignorance gone to seed. You can plant that stuff. Amen. Well, I failed, so I've done... So, so won't you shut up? I'd rather believe God than I had you. God said he's handled it. Yeah, but you don't know what I've done. I don't even care. I don't want to hear it. Well, sometimes I just need a shoulder to cry on. No, you want someone to sympathize with you. Instead of, sympathy ain't going to help you. It's, it's the grace of God that's going to help you. Well, poor thing, you done wrong. That ain't going to help nobody that I know of. Praise God. Hallelujah. Skip on down while we're in that fourth chapter. Skip on down to the 32nd verse. What is this grace? Grace means God ain't mad at you no more. God ain't mad when you mess up. Wouldn't that be something we had a yo-yo God? Well, he's mad today because you didn't smile. He's, he, no, but he's happy today. You grin. Oh, now he's down again. He said, I'm the Lord thy God. I don't change. 
He ain't never wanted to change. 32nd verse. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his words was with power. <laughs> he wasn't no wimp, folks. Jesus didn't run around looking like Don Knotts. Amen. He had something. They were astonished. How come? Because they'd been listening to a bunch of them wimps trying to tell them how to live. You got to do this to qualify. You can't do this. Well, that was the law. They were under the law. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Read that again. They were astonished at his doctrine. You know, Christians, when they hear this, they know it's right. They were astonished at his doctrine, for his words was with power. Praise God. Skip on down to 36 verse. And they were all amazed. They was amazed again. How come? And spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commandeth even the unclean spirits, and they come out. This man don't play games. This man's for real. This guy will come visit you at 2 o'clock in the morning. This guy will lay hands on you and your eyes will come open. Jesus said, the works I do, you're to do also. How are you going to do it? With grace and power. With grace and power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read that again. And they were all amazed, spake among themselves, saying, What word is this? For with authority and power he commandeth the unclean spirits, and they came out. See, when Jesus raised from dead, all hell's defeated. It ain't like in the Old Testament. Old Testament, they wasn't defeated. But when he went through death, that he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver you, that all your lifetime lived in bondage. Anybody lives in bondage don't know what grace is. Anybody lives under the bondage of something don't know what the power of God is. Praise God, praise God, praise God. In 1 Corinthians 4.20, he said the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. See, something don't ever fail. You know, 1 Corinthians 13.8 said love never did fail. That sounds like a lot of power to me. That sounds like the doomsday weapon. That sounds like the atomic bomb. Something may never fail. It'll annihilate any bondage you have that you can walk free in this world. Wake up happy. Wake up with Jesus on your mind and you don't have to think of every other thing you've done wrong. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Might write this down, Acts 3.26. I'm going to read it out of the Message Bible. He said, God, having raised up his son, sent him 
to bless you as you turn one by one from your evil ways. See, the more you turn from evil ways, the more bless you. More he bless you. you can't, why? Will he give you more and do more if you live right? No, that ain't it. Uh, you'll, you'll receive more. He's done, he's done handled all these things. Hallelujah. He just don't want, you know why he don't want you sinning? He don't want you failing? You, why come you think he don't want you to get drunk? Huh? You run over everybody big enough to die. How come he don't want you smoking cigarettes? Them things will kill you. Them things ain't good for you. Do you know the love of God will help you with that? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. How come he don't want you to sit around watching them soap operas all the time? Huh? Housewives of Orange County. Uh-huh. I can tell who's been listening to it. They got one whole channel on how to cheat on your husband. Some folks is well versed in it. Hallelujah. In Matthew 6, why don't we turn over to Matthew 6. Let Matthew, the sixth chapter. Starting the ninth verse. They call this the Lord's Prayer, which it is not. They call it the model prayer, which it is not. Most of that's already fulfilled. Ninth verse, Jesus told them after this manner, pray ye our Father. Now that's good, you can pray our Father. Which art in heaven, Yes, hallelujah, he's not only in heaven, but he's in you now. See, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth. How? As it is in heaven. God wants heaven to invade earth. He wants you to live down here on earth in joy and peace and righteousness and grace and healing. Hallelujah. That it be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Give us this day our daily bread. He's done that. Forgive us our debt. He's done that. As, not as we forgive others. That's Old Testament. Eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. He forgives you for Jesus' sake. Ephesians 4.32. 13th verse. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever, amen. Praise God. This kingdom we're living in is a kingdom of power. It's a kingdom of love. It's a kingdom of grace. It's a kingdom of righteousness. See, it's a kingdom of peace. It's a kingdom of joy. Praise God. Turn over to the ninth chapter of Mark. We close? Ninth chapter. First verse. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you that there be some of them that stand here right now, some of them disciples, which shall not taste of death 
till, the, till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. See, without power in this, well, all we've got is a bunch of do's and don'ts, a bunch of religion, see, a bunch of religious stuff. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So we know this. 1 Corinthians 13, 8 said, Love never does fail. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Turn with me uh, uh, to Acts, the 14. Let's, let's pick up two or three more scriptures and we'll close. Y'all getting anything out of this? I'm telling you, God's done made him a man like he likes. You are what God wants. If God wanted to right now, he could not improve on who you are. You are God's best. No one can improve on what God's done. Amen? 14th chapter of Acts. Praise God. Look in the third verse. Long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord which gave testimony, what? Under the word of his grace. What else? And granted signs and wonders be done by their hand. That sounds like power. Long time abode they speaking, boldly. They didn't have a bunch of wimps out there preaching. Christianity is not made for a bunch of wimps. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Hollywood, they addressed Wally Cox up or, or Don Knotts, turn his collar around backwards, bless God, and call him some kind of preacher. How come they ain't never had Clark Gable? How come they ain't never had John Wayne? Huh? Had Clint Eastwood one time, and he, he was shooting folks as a preacher. You know, he wasn't no example. How come, how come they do that? Because that's the example that Christianity has portrayed to them. A bunch of whims. I don't intend to play there. I don't intend to play there. I intend to preach God's highest and God's best. And if it falls wrong, it'll just have to fall. Long time, therefore, abode they speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony, what to? under the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders be done by their hands. Huh? Hallelujah. Do you know grace accompanies the power of God? When grace is there, I'm telling you, we, we was down there in Louisiana, we didn't preach nothing but grace. That's all we preached. We didn't tell them, well, you had a right, you, got, you ought to be in here. You failed. You got in jail. You this. You this. You got to straighten up. They got 1,400 self-help groups. I seen a TV show yesterday. They was carrying young girls, carrying them to a women's prison and showing them these women prison where they scare them. They scare them bad enough. Why, them kids they brought up there at 17, 18... I guarantee you 99% of them got in the pen. You ain't going to scare nobody out of this. Love of God constrains folks. 
Tell folks what God's made them. You keep telling people what a, a sorry no count is. You ain't know, you're going to be like your old granddaddy. You'll be in the pen too. You look just like him. Dracula don't really look like him. See? We need to tell folks, God ain't mad at nobody. God ain't mad. Brother Sullen, I just don't understand. I know it. If you're living under the law, you ain't going to understand. If you're living under trying to do better and what you can accomplish and, and what is set down to your credit, other than by Jesus Christ, you're living in the wrong thing. Praise God. Praise God. Do you believe that grace contains power? Flip back to the 11th chapter of Acts. We close. 11th chapter of Acts. 22nd verse. Then tidings of these things come unto the ears of the church which was at Jerusalem, and they sent forth Barnabas that he should go as far as Antioch. For what reason? What are you going to go over to Antioch for? Who when he came and seen, what did you see? The grace of God. See, they're law people. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. You do this, this will get you. Here's the blessing, here's the cursing. You better choose the cursing because it's, it's trying to get you all the time. They come and heard something else. What do you hear? And when they came and had seen the grace of God, they was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave to the Lord. For he was a good man. What was he full of? Full of the Holy Ghost and faith. Much people was added to the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Skip over the 25th, down to the 25th verse. Then departed Barnabas to Tarsus to seek Saul or Paul. And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people, and the disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. How come they call them Christians over there? He's preaching grace. He's preaching grace. He's full of the Holy Ghost and power. He's full of something. How you know? Said, we saw it. Ain't something we heard about. Well, I heard they're doing great things overseas. You know, when I went to Manila in the Philippines in 1986, I determined right now, right then, I would not see miracles over there and come back to where we pay for all the gospel. 95% of the whole world's gospel comes out of the United States. And it ain't a miracle. If you hear a miracle, they, they put it on Larry King Live. Amen. First night I was there, seen a blind man healed, crippled people, uh, uh, open sores just instantly healed, crooked people bent like that, seen God undoing, saw every kind of thing healed. No. What'd you tell them? I told them about the grace of God, how much God loved them, and, 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 and what God would do. 
preacher asked me, he said, well, reckon, well, what if, what if, uh, what if God didn't do that? I said, I'd have caught the plane. Motor's still hot. Hook them up. I ain't going to preach no lie and not have this work. I'm not going to do that. Hallelujah. Well, I'd be, one preacher told me, he said, I'd be afraid to say that. I know it. That's why you don't see none of it. Because you're afraid. This don't work out of fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, why? He said they called them first Christians there at Antioch. How come they done that? Because they was acting like Christ. He's acting like a Christian. Hallelujah. Paul said in the 20th chapter of Acts, 24th verse, said, I preach the gospel of grace. Turn with me. Can any of you find 1 Thessalonians? Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, first chapter. Hallelujah. Look in the fifth verse. 1 Thessalonians 1, 5. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance. You know what much assurance is? That's grace, folks. That God loves you. That God's going to turn you loose. That God's going to help you. That God's going to do the best he can for you. Praise God. That's assurance that I got assurance from the creator of the universe. He ain't never going to let nothing pluck me out of his hand. That's assurance. Praise God. Praise God. Said our gospel came not in you in word only. We had enough preaching to save the world six million times over. But also in power and the Holy Ghost. Much assurance as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. Don't you know the love of God just flowed out of that old boy? Little short, bald-headed Jew. Make tents, do anything to get the gospel out. Do whatever it took. Praise God, if he had to, he'd pump gas. He didn't care. I can get this out. Tell him how much I love him. That ought to be the burning desire of your heart to tell people the truth. Amen. Present to them the resurrected, glorified Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Flip over a couple of pages to 1 Timothy. No, 2 Timothy. Most of them quote it. 1 Timothy 1, 7. For God's not given us spirit of fear. Hallelujah. First, 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, talking about your spirit, but a spirit of power and of love. There's that grace again. There's that unconditional love. That's built into you. Hallelujah. You know you can yield to that? God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of the Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partakers of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Hallelujah. 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 
Praise God. You know, Romans 1, 16 said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. How come? Because it's the power of God. It's the power of God. Not just to get your name on a roll. Not just to get your name written anywhere. But to endue you with the power from on high and that you get your mind renewed to think like what God says about you that out of your mouth will come words of grace and witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said, pray for me that I'd have boldness. One translation said, pray for me that I won't flinch. From this day forward, let's don't flinch. Let's tell them the truth. Let's tell them how much God loves them. Do you know God never did quit loving Jeffrey Dahmer? How much love do you think he's got for you? Well, I've done this. You wasn't eating nobody, was you? Huh? See, Jeffrey Dahmer's killing them and eating them. You heard about them, them cannibals? You know what a cannibal is? You know what that is? Well, that's about far as I ought to tell you. He's playing cards and one of them threw up a good hand. I guess I'll quit on that one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Turn me off, though. Praise.